Hello, church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell, and if we haven't met, I'm the Women's Ministry Director for New Visions Buchanan Campus, and it's my joy today to dig into 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 through 10 with you today, and I'll be reading in the English Standard Version. If you put these things before the brothers, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, being trained in the words of the faith and of the good doctrine that you have followed. Have nothing to do with irreverent, silly myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. For to this end we toil and strive, because we have our hope set on the living God, who is the Savior of all people, especially of those who believe. Well, as always, it's important to remember the context of the passages that we're reading. So let's just do a little refresher here. The Apostle Paul is sharing his heart in this letter to Timothy, this book, 1 Timothy. Um, the whole letter is designed to really just entrust to Timothy these vital, important truths of the faith so that that faith will be strong and so that um, <clears throat> Timothy can walk this out as a good servant of Christ Jesus and thereby help others to become good servants of Christ Jesus. And, you know, sadly, in the we, we, we picked up at verse 6 in chapter 4, but if you remember verses 1 through 5, we know that tragically the Spirit does say that there are going to be those who depart from the faith because they get led away by false teaching and deceitful spirits. And so... Um, that's kind of what he's addressing here. And so what he's saying, what Paul is saying to Timothy is, hey, if you put these things and the, and the things he's talking about here are sound doctrine, good teaching, training in godliness. If you put that before the brothers, you and the brothers, meaning the other believers, so brothers, sisters, the body of Christ, then you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus being trained in the words of faith and the good doctrine that you have followed. And there's a strong command here. Listen, have nothing to do with irreverent, silly myths. And friends, I don't. let's not miss this because um, I think we could all just sort of hem-haw over it. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, right, that makes sense. And I think we could all agree. We know that we live in a culture inundated with a lot of false teaching, a lot of false promises, all of these things. So we, we may tend to be like, yeah, yeah, I know that. But, but do we? When you encounter something in your life that is um, a counterfeit, for true training and godliness, our first response to that should be a complete rejection, to have nothing to do with irreverent, silly myths. And I think sometimes there is a, a tendency in our culture that says, hey, let's bring in whatever pieces of whatever we can to kind of supplement what we think we're already doing, right? Oh, there's no harm in that. That's that's something that, you know, it can come alongside what I'm already doing, right? And maybe that's things like, um, oh, man, I hate to even like give examples, but they're like very new age kind of ideas. And in theory or um, outside, of the sound doctrine of scripture, they may sound like helpful things, but if they're not rooted in the truth of Christ Jesus in the gospel, then they're dangerous. And so they're irreverent and they're silly and they're myths. And so that we want nothing to do with. So first and foremost, my challenge to you and to myself today is to pray that the Lord would reveal to us anywhere that we've kind of um, embraced something that, that is actually irreverent and silly. 
that that is we should have nothing to do with because it is not from scripture it is from the world it is from the deceiver and it leads us into compromise and we see this throughout scripture that where people where god gives these good godly boundaries and tells us hey avoid this thing and we think we can pull it in close. It reminds me of the verse that says, can you gather fire to your bosom and not be burned? The answer is no, you're going to get burned. And so that's what he's saying here. Have nothing to do with these things that are not firmly rooted in Christ and in sound teaching because they will draw you away. Rather, train yourself for godliness. Now, I think this too is something that we need to hear as Christ followers. Again, there there seems to be the potential of some real laziness in um, people who claim to follow Christ in that, um, you know, say the prayer, um, do the head nod, you know, at, at the campfire or whatever, um, as, as Brady would say, but then there's, there's not really a lot of follow-up. Friends, our works, what we do, cannot, will not, has never saved us. So there is nothing we can do to earn our salvation. That comes as a free gift from God through the blood of Jesus Christ. Um, But once we have accepted that, once we have entered into and accepted that salvation, now there are works that will follow. We have a response. We have a way in which we react to that salvation and it's in the doing. And so yes, that doing does not save us, but that doing is a response. And so part of that doing that we should be doing is training in godliness and pursuing godliness through Bible study, through um, studying and understanding the scriptures accurately, relying on the guidance of the Holy Spirit and seeking wide, wise counsel. Those, that's what Paul is really pushing Timothy and us to do is to understand that to be a good servant of Christ, we must be so deeply rooted in the accurate understanding of scripture and of good doctrine so that we can't be pulled away by these irreverent silly myths and so that we can actually pursue, actively respond in training for godliness. You know, it's not just going to come by some magical overnight holy download. We pursue it. We work out our salvation. Um, We don't work it in. God God brings our salvation in. But once we're saved, we work that salvation out in this training that we do for godliness. And I love verse 8 as someone who uh, clearly is not always as committed to the gym um, or to physical fitness as I should be. It says that while bodily training is of some value, Godliness is a value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Again, um, physical fitness is important. There is value. God calls us to honor this temple um, that he has given us. But this flesh will fail. This flesh will return to the dust from which it came at some point. But our spirit will live on. And so that what is of our body has temporary value, but what is of our spirit has eternal value. And that's exactly what it's saying here. And sometimes we see these people, right, that can spend hours and hours um, working on their physical fitness for something that is fleeting and fading. But if that same amount of time and effort was invested in the pursuit of godly training, what fruit could be born in the spirit from that? And so that's what he's saying here is, listen, this holds promise not just for now, not just temporarily, but for the life to come. 
And that's what we toil and strive for. Again, not our salvation. That's given as a gift. But once we have that, now we, in response to, in obedience, in gratitude, in response to that, we will toil and strive because our hope is set on a living God, the Savior of all people. And it says, especially for those who believe. So are there challenges? Absolutely. Do we have cultural influences and temptations to compromise every day? Every day, that is the enemy who is roaring around um, and, and oppressing believers every day. Of course, that's true. But what we, we can overcome that challenge in the power of Christ. And that's what Paul is telling us. We do that. We are able to overcome by having a commitment to sound teaching, by being committed to um, our humility and, and submission to the Holy Spirit, to let him drive that spiritual growth and maturity in and through us and to be bold teachers of the truth because that's also what he's calling um, Timothy and all believers to do as good servants of Christ Jesus, to put those things before others, to put those things before the body of Christ, the sound teaching, the good doctrine, the scriptural principles that do not change, that are not shifting like cultural opinion or um tolerance in in society right so that's my prayer for you and for me today that we be challenged to um really evaluate if we have anywhere that we've tried to kind of gather some fire to our bosom and in something that we thought was harmless or um, justified as being just an addition to um, but that really isn't rooted in scripture i don't know what that might be for you but i'm praying um for you and I'm, and, and I'm encouraging you to pray as well that the Spirit would reveal to us anywhere that we're holding on to something that is less than a firm foundation screw, rooted in Scripture. And then also just that we understand that there's value in godly training and that we pursue that, that we pursue the study of Scripture, um, wise counsel, discernment of the Holy Spirit, that we seek after those things. We toil and strive for them. We don't just sit around waiting um, for something to happen because that's not what he's called us to. So I pray that this encourages you today. I pray that this convicts you today. And I pray that you will be blessed as you continue to seek him. Mm -hmm.